When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, boys, we're back. Different setting tonight. We are actually in the Coughlin basement, not the Schultz's basement. So I'm a little out of sorts, and I wish you guys could see our setup. Maybe I'll take a photo because it's about as bootleg as it gets. But I have someone special to my left, and, of course, I got Jack on the Zoom call with us as well. Going to be a banger tonight. This is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. Pipe it up. Pipe it up. Pipe it up. Pipe it up. Jack, welcome back. How was your week? Woo, living the dream. Can't complain. Living the dream. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good. I'm doing good because I got my old my old pal Alec Ward is in the house tonight. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? It's been uh, it's been a while since I've been in this basement. Probably yeah. I was telling Tom near near a decade since I've been down here. It's, so it's good to be back. It's good been be a while since you've been on the pod face, too. So it's good to have yeah. you. I mean, he's got his own shows. He's he's running his own thing. We're <laughs> yep. staying in our lane. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's one of those rare collabs, kind of like when Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents would would join forces <laughs> and make one of those awesome episodes oh, you got excited about as a kid. Legendary episodes. The funny thing is, is, I wonder if some of our audience is like too young to even know what we're talking about right now. Probably. I, I remember I have a lot of difficulty judging our audience in MLW because of a couple reasons. Number one being that I feel like most of the podcast-specific listeners I meet are actually older, like around our age, you know, in their 20s, mm-hmm. as well as, and I can see that on, you know, the um, the analytics standpoint, but I also struggle because I never know if that's true, because a lot of kids, like, use their parents' accounts or their brother's account or lie about their birthday, so it's like, okay, who's actually 18 through 25 and right. who's actually 12? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to incriminate myself here, I guess, but oh well. You got to know how um, accurate that is. Yeah, I mean, I had a YouTube account as a kid, and I lied about my birthday. I think we all did. Yeah, yeah. We, the people people's Twitter accounts are getting shut down because they lie about their Twitter account when they made it, like in 2000, I don't know, 2013. They say they're 18. That was standard. I'll incriminate myself. I definitely did that for a Facebook. <laughs> I definitely did that for a Facebook. Yeah, oh, me too. Yeah. No, Facebook, I don't Facebook. know if I lied. You had to. Did you? I, you I think you did, to. yeah. You had I to. I think you did. God, I remember the night I made my Facebook account was like, I was so excited for yeah. literally no reason. Nope. I set up the account and I was like, all right, boys. Yeah. Like, I, I, started poking, like, I started poking everyone. Isn't, yeah, that, a, isn't poke, that a weird concept? People. Jack, was, the Jack poke? was poking all the girls. You would just poke people and the, you guys would just never say anything to each other and just poke each other back. That's it. That was, like, we were like 12 years old. Think about how young you were. I know. It's just a funny concept. My brain wasn't even fully developed yet. Yeah. Jack still had a beard though. Poke. Well, I, I definitely did Jack not have a beard a, when I made my Facebook. Let's put it a, that way. Okay, but not not too long after. Let's yeah, maybe not. Too long after. Maybe not too long after. Jack had a thicker beard at fourteen than I will for my ever. entire life. Yeah, ever. let's be honest. And that's okay. That's okay. Everyone's made different. Tom, you got a great okay. face. You should be happy with your face. Oh, thanks, Jack. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, you're like a sports car, Tom. I'm feeling. Oh, thanks, Alex. Yeah. I'm feeling a little. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't have a lot of uh, visible facial hair, but it does. I shave every about two days. It's an usually. accent. You got an accent going. But but uh, yeah, I don't like it when it starts to after the twenty four hour mark. I feel like it's very noticeable, even though it's not, and it just really bothers me. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. But um, 
this is gonna be an all over the all over the place podcast. Anyway, yeah, it already so, I can fine, already which is good. This is kind of you know okay, we're on, we're in the triple digits now, fellas. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of brainstorming, and I actually wanted to call you about this, Jack. Um, I was kind of brainstorming, you know, what can be improved, what needs to be improved, all that kind of stuff. And of course, we have this new microphone now, and this could change again because I think I can optimize this even more with a different setup. This audio quality is great, mm-hmm. but it creates a lot more difficulty for me editing. Tommy editing here. Uh, as you can see, when I'm by myself, it's actually quite crisp. But in a group setting like when Warda was here, still not that great. Not not ideal for podcasting. So change is coming soon. Stay tuned. Um, so that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I just feel like a lot of times, you know, which is good, Jack. It's helped us. But like I always like prepare an agenda and I send you the script and we have questions. And I feel like me and you... Which is fine. Like we're better than some unorganized podcasts, but we're also like a bit robotic sometimes. So yeah. today I didn't send you anything. Obviously, you didn't get anything from nope. me. But I knew Alec would be here, and I wanted to just kind of keep it casual because the podcast that I enjoy, it's not like someone's reading off of a notebook. Like, when did you first have the idea to do this? It's more <laughs> just like people talking, and um, I think you got to have the prep work. But I don't want to be reading a script ever. You know what I mean? No, I agree with that. I feel like honestly, when some of our earlier podcasts, me and you when we were in person together, did have that going. And I don't know maybe if it was the virtual thing that made it happen, but I, I, I do agree with you that maybe we've gotten a little bit rigid on the Pipe It Up podcast. We need to, we need to expand it a little bit, get a little bit more laid back. Uh, it, it, it is hard. The virtual thing makes it a challenge, but um, that's why we got Alec here in person today. Yeah, yeah. The, That's one thing I do like about Twitch, though, is that there's really no – I mean, you can't really have too specific of an agenda. Right. I know that I'm going to watch the series – that came out the Friday before, mm-hmm. but for the most of it, you know, I'm kind of just freeballing, answering questions, and just talking. <laughs> yeah, like and then you play oh, actually, yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, Pretty actually, we play a one one minute chess game real quick, mm-hmm. and then I'll play like a one minute chess game. We got to start playing chess, Florida. I've been playing, I've been playing some chess. Yeah. I'm not on your level, but I'm getting there. I've been looking at your rating. I've been yeah, looking. At it's your been rating. A, it's been on the uptrend. It's been on the uptrend. We'll play. Sure. We'll we'll play. I don't know if. I'm not a chess player. You would like. You it would down, be good, Tom. You would be good. I don't know though, because in my free time, like I don't want to be doing anything mentally strenuous. You know what I mean? Like I like to just like watching TV for a half hour, like I did today after dinner mm-hmm. before this podcast. Is like I need that half hour. You just, have like, to numb mind. a little bit. You yeah, have to yeah. just do something where you're just chilling. And it needs to be, be phone-free TV because when you have your phone <laughs> yeah. and the TV at the same time, it's just as bad. <laughs> yeah, put the phone bad. down and just actually watch and enjoy TV. It's a good. Uh, good way to unwind. I agree. I need with that, that sometimes. I so chess, chess is not for me. But yeah, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna do that after this. Finish up Stranger Things. Ooh, Season I've been four. watching. Oh, that. Pretty crazy. It's what pretty episode good. are you on? See episode six now. This is the end. So you got yeah. the last two. Finale. You got the last two. The, the, I got the finale. But I, I got the last. This I have the last two, two as well. Two I have the last two. Oh as my well. god! You guys are both behind. <laughs> I'm gonna watch one next and then I'm week. Prolong season six. We can't spoil it, but no. I would love to talk to you guys off off camera, off microphone about it because it's a what a show, man! What yeah, a show. It's great. It's great. It's a good season. A In my opinion, scary. that is Netflix's best original show. Not yeah. ne- not the best show on Netflix, but the best yeah. show like produced and housed by by Netflix. In my I think, opinion, I think that's a good take. I like that. I think take. season one is phenomenal. Yeah, I thought season so three left a little bit to be desired, but I think season four is kind of making up for it so far. I think um, I kind of felt the same way about season three. Stranger Things, but um, before this season came out, over the winter, I was doing like one episode per night, just rewatching it again because mm-hmm. I knew the season four was coming out. 
And I just thought from top to bottom, it was so good. Yeah, the second and time like, through, you thought it was better? Uh, I'm, yeah, I for sure enjoyed it more second time through. Interesting. Um, also, you know, the first time I watched those three episodes, I was probably 18, 19 when those came out. I don't remember, mm-hmm. three or four years ago. Yeah, it was a while. I just appreciated, like, I was like, Eleven is an incredible actress. Like, she was yeah. a kid. Yeah. And the way yeah. she They all are, really. They're all really good, yeah. Is uh, incredible. That's a hard role to play, too. Uh, like, she doesn't even talk. I, she doesn't talk, but she still is conveying the emotion and doing that when you're 11. Like, Unbelievable. What? I don't have the talent to do that. Or she wasn't 11, but however old she was. Oh, still a child. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Great show. Great yeah. show. But, all right, we can talk some whiffs before we get into yeah. some casual Yeah, great chatter. show and, um, and a great showing by the Mallards. Huh? Oh, thanks, Jack. Un- I yeah, was so I was excited. Yeah. I was so excited about this podcast. Because of just how well the Mallards play, and I and I know how happy you are about it, um, so I couldn't wait to like break it down with you. And then I heard Warwick was coming on, and I just knew this podcast was going to be an absolute banger. So yeah, I, I don't want to. Um, holy cow, we just Whoa. lost power. We lost Jack, but Warda and I are, are we still going. going. <laughs> We're still going. <laughs> Dude, the this gone. is actually hilarious. I don't. I don't okay. know. For our first time in piping up history, we have a power outage here. <laughs> There are severe storms in Bound tonight. There yeah. are. I'm going like to let Jack know. I'm going to let Jack know. This is this is a first for us, folks. We are pitch black right now in the basement. A little bit creepy. The only light we have is the light of a candle <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> we're gonna it is it moving. We're going to keep it going. We Let's don't... get Jack on the phone. Yeah, Call him yeah. on the phone. Oh, oh, it's, it's back. back. It's back. Power's Here. back. Here. Wow. Okay, it's L- back. Lots happening right now, guys. A lot is happening. <laughs> Hopefully our logic didn't bug out. That was unbelievable. Holy moly. Are we still recording? Is the question. Zoom is trying to reconnect. Holy cow, folks! But man, the the lines to make this to make your house go out. Do you lose power often? We do lose power quite yeah, frequently so here. Do unfortunately, we. so do we. We probably um, share the same lines. Let's see what's going on here in Logic. This okay. Is, oh, it looks like we're still rolling. Perfect. Against all odds, we <laughs> are still go. rolling. I'm gonna stop and save this real quick before something happens. Okay, we just double checked. The audio is salvaged. We believe we are good. Um, we are waiting for the Wi-Fi to come back online here, and we'll get Jack back on the line as well in a second. But um, he was just giving some props to the Mallards before we, we lost him so abruptly. But, yeah, I didn't want to come on here and toot my own horn, guys, because, I mean, who wants to listen to that? But, uh, of course, I was excited for you guys to see the series. I mean, I can't lie. <laughs> don't don't worry, Tom. We, we, we can toot your horn for you. Yeah. Um, no, the Mallards came out so strong. Robles is looking so good at the plate and, you know, at the bump. He had three home runs. In the first two games, right? Mm-hmm. First two games, we thought he was going to hit four. We had not, we hadn't seen four home okay, runs. He in almost hit like five. Yeah, we, <laughs> we hadn't seen so many we, times. We hadn't seen anything more than three home runs since Colts Field, and this is like deep into Colts Field, you know, 2015, 2016 days. So we were just super fired up about that, uh, you know, and just seeing Tom do well too. He's got. But he's got what, five homers on the year. Four, four, four homers on the year. I'm just trying to keep up with Jordan, man. I don't want to make it look too bad. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta pull my weight. What a, what a, what a good competition to have, eh? It is. It's some, it's, it's some pushing. friendly internal. Yeah, it's, it's like a quarterback push, battle. It's pushing you know each I mean? other's limits. Yeah, but that's it what you want, sure. man. Um, you know who's livid right now, Alec? Is, is Kyle? Hopefully he wasn't. Uh, I don't think he usually edits this early. He might be though, because this is a quick edit. 
So he probably is, but I'm surprised he hasn't texted me yet. Like, come on, you gotta be kidding me. I always get the power outage text. I always know it's coming from Kyle. Like, come on, bro, I just lost a half hour of work or whatever. Oh no. I mean, that sucks, man. It's, it's horrible. Maybe he got really lucky he and needs, saved we're not, just before. We're not quite in the budget yet to have the emergency generators powering out immediately like some of the some of the big content creators. Yeah. Do they they have that? If they're streaming, they're I've seen it streamers just turns that turns yeah, on. Yeah. Wow, like, that's wild. That insane. Yeah. It immediately switches over to like you're the PC guy. You should know how this all works. What yeah, I know. I've never heard that before, though. Okay, I think that's just some circuits figuring it's it some out. High yeah, yeah, some yeah. high-level stuff. Some high-level stuff. A lot of RAM. A lot, lot of RAM. So much RAM. All right, we're trying to get Jack back into the Zoom meeting. But, yeah, I mean, I was thrilled. Of course, I always say this. You know, the goal is never, at least for me and my team, like, the goal is never to win the series. It's always to sweep. So you want to, you know, you don't want to, you want to go 15-0 and 0 and never lose. That's that's always the yeah, goal. Yeah, that's, that's what you so, got to do. You know, I was uh, happy. That last game, um, we salvaged. You know, we were down early. We came back. We had a couple, you know, hits when we needed them, walks when we needed them. We caught Jimmy was uh, really pushing the speed limit. That didn't show too much in the video, but he had a couple violations late in that game that uh, extended at-bats and gave us a chance, and uh, that was huge for us at the, the Mallards organization. So uh, we capitalized on it, and, um, yeah, we got the third game completed the sweep and it was uh it was unbelievable it's surreal just going from you know four and eleven to sweeping the diamondbacks the world series champs was uh it's like shocking even for me you know yeah. I, I knew we could do it and i knew i was so confident in myself there's jack um <laughs> that's a po- legit power outage we lost power a yeah. legit total you know power storm cut or something it, there's storms yeah there's inbound, storms in the area so but... we could lose you again in theory in which case we'll just have to get you on on the cell phone okay because we were about to call you, but the, like I was pulled pulled up my phone, went to call you, and then it turned back on. We were like, okay, we're chilling. But okay. luckily for us, Jack, we uh, because we're recording offline, we're not recording only on Zoom. We we uh, we kind of continued without a hiccup over here. So yeah, uh, I feel like a pro right now. Yeah, we're, we're glad chilling. to have you back on. Um, okay. Warren and I were just kind of talking about the Mallards, the big sweep, as you were kind of um, you know giving your two cents on it before we lost you, but. I'll have a question for you, Jack. It's just, um, like, did it surprise you that we swept them? Were you shocked when you saw it? It did. It did surprise me. I was, uh, I was very impressed with with the Mallards, just top to bottom. I mean, Robles was fantastic all day. I was so impressed with you, Tom, at the plate. You got going there, righty. That was really good to see. I mean, when you put up five runs in each game in a wiffle ball series, uh, and you got, you know somewhat good pitching you're you're going to be in a good spot so I was really happy for you guys I was shocked I would have I, I thought the Diamondbacks were at least going to get one at the at the in game three I was like oh my gosh I can't believe that this just happened so um, I think if you're a Diamondbacks fan you know I wouldn't necessarily be worried especially with what you've seen from the Gators they seem like they really got their backs against the wall more than the Diamondbacks um Obviously, they're going to be clawing and fighting, but they're a team we know that could win some series. So, I'm I still have them, you know, pretty secure in the playoffs right now, even though their record doesn't look the part as it stands. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just a it was a really good showing by the Mallards all around. I was happy for you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's gonna get things are gonna get interesting because I did not anticipate the National League having two five and one teams and two one and five teams after two series apiece. Yeah. Um, so, and I believe the next two matchups in the National League in slate number three is Eagles, Mallards, and Diamondbacks, Gators. That's huge. So, yeah, a lot's going on here. That's huge. Quickly. And yeah. um, 
I mean, the D-backs are a good team. I still think the Gators are a good team. I don't know. It's just it's a tough league. Yeah, it's a tough league, and I just feel like. Um, yeah, I mean know, the, the the I feel like the Diamondbacks, ba- based on what's the play that has been happening, I feel like the Diamondbacks sweeping the Gators isn't completely out of question, and then and then they're right back in it. You know, especially if you guys um, split with the Eagles either way. So. Yeah, nothing's over. I mean, it's yeah. big. It's big for both of us because you know a sweep either way in the Eagles Mallard series could lead to a pretty hefty lead for the number one seed, and a mm-hmm. sweep in the D backs Gators series would really bury a team. You know yeah, what I mean? If you're yeah, sitting yeah. at one and eight, that would be Jeez, that tough. would be tough. That's possible though. It's very possible. Tough. It's very that's possible. Tough. So I don't know. I was just talking to Dallas Allen's dad yesterday at the uh, at the Toledo event, which we'll get into in a little bit. And he's all amped up. He's like, "Oh, Dallas is so excited to play you guys, and I can't wait to see you guys." There's some there's some big parent fans in the league, and Mr. Allen is 100 percent one of them. I, I love talking talking with uh, him. We love that. You know, the dad the dads are always into it too. Um, some dads. Some, some dads. dads are always into it too. Camera's back on. Jack has a thumbs up. He couldn't oh, see our beautiful faces before. Appreciate it. Couldn't see this. What'd you call me? What'd you call? I like me? feeding uh, off the body. Car. Sports car. You know what face? I mean? You're you can you can report a cop. Yeah, you can re- record a podcast with no ca- with a without a camera, no problem. But I like the body language. I think it's better with the body language. Yeah, it's more of an in person <laughs> <Okay>. conversation. It's <laughs> more of an in person. I mean? Yeah, I feel like we're more. Yeah, exactly. It helps exactly. with like, like we can reading sarcasm off of each other better. Jack, yeah. here's yeah. what I need to do. I'm gonna get um, some sort of packing peanuts or and whatnot. Um, maybe even hire someone to make a wax figurine of Jack. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to put the laptop <laughs> on the top with your face. And just Someone comes down and sees that. They're like, what is going on down here? We just need here? a CGI Jack in here like Nick Saylor. <laughs> yeah. That'd be perfect. Once, that'd, how many I, don't, I don't think that's so much to ask. Like, if we could have a holographic Jack here, that'd be insane. I mean, I, like in Star Wars? Like, yeah. Like, like, he just like he's like a, a 3D like, yeah, hologram. There's a little... Jack. Make it small one, right, like right here. No, I don't want a tiny Jack. I yeah, want I full want size Jack. One day, one day. Yeah, one, one day. day, one day. But yeah, in the National League, things are wild. I don't know much else to say about it. Um, I'm proud of the boys. I uh, I appreciate all the nice messages. I didn't I didn't get a whole lot of nice messages last year. Let me tell you guys something. Oh, I bet they change quick. I, I told you guys they change quick. That's I was I, joking with Jimmy last year that they change quick. That but, um, that's what makes it so so good to see you guys do well though. It's just you know I just want to see Tom do well. That's why I've said that in the past. <laughs> like. I think everyone wanted to see me do well this year, and then now that we're five ones, everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah, not, okay, not, not okay, this buddy. Well. Slow down, this what, slow down. Tom, I got a question for you. So, I, I mean, just judging how you looked, I, I don't think you're a hundred percent still on the mound. But how, how did you feel out there? Um, I think we're still moving in the right direction. Um, yeah. it's a still a work in progress, of course, and you know, I, I don't think, I hate to say this because it's horrible, but it's true in, in a way. I don't think I will ever be the pitcher that I used to be in terms of my body will never be in that good of shape again in terms of pitching. Um, mm-hmm. I won't be to be able to be as creative with arm slots and you know body twitches and all that kind of stuff. But I do still think that working with what I have, if I put enough work into it, I can become you know a solid, if not you know number one arm on a team. Yeah, yeah. It will not be the same Tommy Coughlin from 2017, but. It can be a different version of me. Just like I'm not the same hitter as yeah. I was before. When I hit 380 or whatever it was, <clears throat> when we won in 2017, and I hit well in 2018, I was hitting from the left side, kind of like slap hitting type thing. This is totally different. So, right. Um, it's been a long time since I played baseball. It's been a, I know it's been you know two years since I was healthy. So a lot's, a lot's changed, and uh, 
I'm just trying to make it work. I know it doesn't look pretty, and I watch the videos of myself, and now I'm like, God, I look so unathletic. But no, it looks I'm just good. trying to this get is, it done. This is this is what veterans do, though. They reinvent themselves. You gotta figure it out. And I dude. and I think you know you still have the you still have the experience on the mound and being able to work a batter and you know locate pitches, even though you might not be the flashiest guy out there, right? We've seen it with guys like Nick Saylor, where they can they can be very serviceable and and not have a whole lot of action on their on their stuff so um i think you're moving in the right direction it was good to see you guys get a sweep i'm happy for you it was good to see you get going at the plate too yeah um thomas swing looked really good and you know he's i feel like he's really feeding off robles momentum that's really what they needed yeah uh, i mean like i think i've said it in previous podcasts but like yeah i told him this personally but like just getting him is good for me too because it motivates me to be better and to you know always try to one-up each other it's like a good relationship to have with a teammate right. yeah it's like quarterback battle we were just talking about it when we mm. were when lights were off and it was just yeah. no jack <laughs> it was dark and <laughs> power went spooky out. down here um but nah so looking ahead that wraps up the first two series in the national league for yep. this slate and then the last the next two i should say are preds cats and yep. magic versus cobras mm-hmm. and jack yep. rumor has it you're playing in that next series yeah, that's, that's, that's rumor that, little birdies are chirping little birdies are chirping that's uh, what i that's, heard well, there's, the news, there's news on the grapevine yeah uh, i heard it i think I old it. number 92 might be making hey, appearance you heard it in this here next first video, this is why folks. you tune in to pipe it up yeah. this is why you tune in breaking news <laughs> breaking news um, so that's exciting but yeah. um Cats, Preds, that'll be the video this Friday. And this is a big one because this is the Toledo series, if you guys weren't aware already. Um, we played that actually yesterday. Today's Monday when we're recording this. So yesterday we were down in Toledo at Fifth Third Field all day. And, um, of course, I can't spoil any specifics for you guys. But for those that were there, um, just thank you so much for all the support. It was incredible. Um, I'll give a special shout-out to RJ. He's a big fan I met. We took a picture together. He's a fan of the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll probably nice. post it. I'll probably post it on maybe Wednesday or Thursday this week on, on the Pipe It Up MLW Graham. But, Alec, just talk about the experience, man. What was that like for you, just being out there? Uh, it was unbelievable. That was the biggest um, – The biggest, I guess tournaments are bigger, but in terms of it, – it was really just a meet and greet mm-hmm. and watch, you know, like watch us play. And we always receive such good hospitality from whoever we're go- wherever we're going to host the tournament, any events we're going to. The, whoever's hosting us, always such good hospitality. The fans show up, especially the local tournaments are always crazy, or the local events are always crazy. It was just the, the best atmosphere ever. We were watching some, some good baseball. The Mud Hens took the dub, which was awesome. Um, and, yeah, we got to play. Playing the playing the big, big field. <laughs> Mudhens scored like fourteen runs yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> ball. They were, we were signing out. autographs at our little meet and table. They, yes. and every nice. five seconds, I'd swear I hear a crack of the bat and it'd be a ball yeah, flying over just, the fence. And some guy like just four or five home bases. runs. It was nuts. I was getting. We were all getting excited, of course, feeding off the energy. That's, just just from looking on social media, that seemed like the um, biggest yet most intimate event that we've had. I feel that's like. a great just, way yeah, to word it. Intimate. It was. There were a lot of people. I mean, I think it said three hundred people somewhere. I saw that were um, that was were watching, there, and, that were and I was seeing your guys's. Yeah, I was seeing your guys's uh, Snapchat stories of you. You know, signing autographs and stuff. It was really cool. I feel like. Uh, I feel like you guys really got a lot of time to to meet. You know, sp- ha- chat with the fans and stuff, and really get to meet them. 
and then you know show them what the what the league's all about in person it looked really fun yeah that was it was unique in a lot of ways a lot of good ways um i think first and foremost what made it so special is we had probably 25 to 30 mlw players mm-hmm. there so like 75 yeah. percent of the league was there mm-hmm. almost so that was unbelievable, and I'm appreciative of all the guys that came out. I sent everyone a text last night, or I tried to get everyone at least. Um, so that was cool. You know, all the fans that were there, I think, were surprised that there were that many yep. players. And I also just want to shout out everyone for you know showing up and um, like really just investing like themselves and their time in MLW. So for reference, like to start the day, our first official event began at 11 a.m. And that was like a little pop-up event. We were going to have strike zones, bats and balls, a little tent, just to hang out, take pictures, sign autographs, whatever. Typical meet and greet stuff. Mm-hmm. And in my head, you know, we've done this before. And I'm thinking, okay, we'll, we'll set up. We'll be ready by like 1045. Probably be a lot of just MLW guys chatting amongst themselves for the first, you know, half hour, whatever it may be. People might filter in and out type situation. But I'm telling you, Jack, at like 10 to, t- 10 to 11, like 1055, there's only like a dozen people there, and by ten after eleven, it was probably fifty to a hundred people. Yeah, it was wow. incredible. Everyone came at the at it was, the same everyone time. Everyone was there right away, right on time, excited. Like the parent, the the parents who drove their kids and came a long way. It's just, I appreciate it so much. It was crazy. Yeah, there was a Saint people from St. Louis, people from all over the place. Pittsburgh, yeah, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Columbus. Those are hefty drives, man. And you know, it's all it's it means so much. Knowing that someone makes that drive to come and like it hang is, out it with is you crazy. guys, it's it's ins- like, it's you really almost feel guilty. It's like oh my god, I know, you drove right? All that <laughs> way for me, like what or for us? Yeah. I guess not for me, but for it's us. All for Alec. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Alec though. There was let's not exaggerate. Let's be realistic. There were probably like four, five people wearing the Warda jerseys. Yeah, yesterday. there were a few. A few there were several. That's um, that's small as like a small number, but Warda yeah. specific T-shirts. There was a probably set four of four or five. Yeah, there was a set of brothers that were. Just what was the What was the most fans. worn jersey? I think Alec. I mine. I think because it was. You nice. know, there was a Russell jersey there. There was a there was a Russell jersey. There really? was a Russell yes. jersey. That's good to see. Yeah, it was good to it, see. It not, a, mar- not not as many Norp jerseys. Warda beat Norp. Uh yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, I guess time. so. It's it's the kids. Norp's, uh, Norp's family showed out, decked out, and they get Norp tees, the D-backs champs tees. Nice. It was pretty funny. At first, I didn't know. I never met Jimmy's family, and I really still haven't. I gave him a quick, like, hello. But mm-hmm. um, I'm like, who are all these grown men? Where are all these Norps? This is awesome. I was like, oh, wait, this is Jimmy's family. Yeah. Um, That's hilarious. But, no, the, the Preds fans, you know, it was, it was marketed as a Preds versus Wildcats event. Yeah, I'm so sure that had a there lot There was Wildcats jerseys. There they were had Preds jerseys. It, yeah. um, but it was just incredible, the, the fan appreciation. Um, and, you know, sometimes I've had events before – where we're like at certain venues and I sign a lot of autographs and stuff, but I, this is horrible to say, but I'm just telling it from my perspective, there's nothing wrong with this, but I always say like, I'm signing all these autographs and I, I can tell some of the kids are into it just based on their reactions and the, the dialogue we share, but I'm like, do all these people even know who I am? Or like, do they know MLW? Or are they just like get an autograph because it's like, yeah, they're nine years old is. and it's like a cool thing to do. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Jack, like 80 to 85% of the people we had in line for the meet and greet from three to four o'clock, which we probably signed, what? 200 it was pieces, it, it was a constant pieces. flow it was 45 it, minutes straight it was a people. constant flow of wow people just, there was a line yeah it was and I, like i said consistent 80 to 85 percent of people i know for a fact um were mlw fans they were calling they're greeting me by name listing off like what they liked about the mallards the podcast the other teams like i was just it was amazing it was amazing. There oh, was some people so who I knew didn't so know, and they admitted it. Like, hey, I did. I yeah, and they're like, oh, I don't know. I just found out about but, it. But that's, that's fine. good marketing. That's also fine. That's, yeah. that's, that's market. Good marketing. But yeah, it was incredible. And then 
on top of all that, you know, it was a long day up to that point, but we hadn't even gotten to the meat and potatoes, which was the game on the field. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. stressed about that all day. Just, you know, setting up a lot of equipment on a professional ball field. I know, you know, I've done grounds creeping for rec leagues and it's hard to keep things in check for a rec league on a, on a recreational field. So I was nervous about that, even though I had met the head grounds crew guy prior, the grounds crew chief, I should say. But, um, no, nah, he was um, super cooperative, and we cooperated with what he wanted. And uh, it just turned out fantastic. And I'm sure you guys have already seen some images and videos kind of um, flowing around on the Internet and yeah. social media. But um, the cool thing about this event is that it's not like we have to wait and hold it back for too long. It's coming out on Friday on YouTube, the video. So make sure you guys tune in um, for Game 3 in the series this week just to see the atmosphere. The video will include a quick montage of the pregame events and meet and greets as well. So... It's gonna be it's gonna be a banger of a video. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good video. I know the pressure's probably on for Kyle because it is a quick turnaround, but um, we were talking last night at dinner about the logistics of it, and he we're, we're thinking we're okay. We're, it's very doable for Friday. We think when and doable in Kyle's head is a, a lot of work, but it's doable. Yeah, he he mm-hmm. started immediately after. Yeah, he was importing last night, and he, I got all my footage in last he, night. Yeah, too. he was starting even after we played on Thursday. He started immediately. Because yep. he wow. foresaw the, I mean, he knew it was gonna be a time crunch. Of yeah, course, it's after it's tough. you know a delayed a delayed third game, so he started on it immediately. The algorithm is not forgiving, man. You gotta no, you gotta stay on it, man. You, you gotta it. stay it's in so the hard when you have one person doing it. Um, there's pros and cons to that, of course, but con being, it's like, man, it's yeah, just I can't imagine the amount of stress. I mean, I can't imagine it, but. It's one thing to imagine it, another thing to live it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even me manages. yesterday, like we got home exhausted and. Um, we had, I knew we had trading cards that were going to be arriving today because I knew they were shipped around like Thursday or Friday, but I didn't have tracking information inputted yet into our system to let the people know that the cards were coming. Mm-hmm. So I had to send a, I had to give, make a call to our manufacturer, um, shout out to Pat. And I was like, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. It's Sunday at 9 PM, but can I please have the tracking number? So I, can, <laughs> I was like, sorry, MLW never sleeps. He's like, no problem. And he got them to me. So that's awesome. But yeah, it's just stuff like that is, uh, um, just I guess it comes with the comes with the the YouTube and whatever else you want to call it. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of times games go longer than planned. Oh, I know. So that's what a lot of times so a lot of times Kyle is not go, sifting through three games. He'll be sifting through four games. You know, yeah, one game will go innings. six innings. Ish, that's yeah. two games. You know, or sometimes crazy, you can go four and a half, five games with just you know a, a three three game series but you right you know it's just a lot but yet he he's manages take, he's taking it to the he's taking it to the next level he he does every year you know makes minor improvements in his editing and i love the uh i love the addition of the pitch by pitch this that's year. gotten that some great feedback doing. it's it's got i i'm sure it has because it's really cool to watch i i put uh i put your guys's series on the other day in the living room with one of my buddies who like hasn't seen very many videos and he was just like floored with the professional production of it. it it's it's definitely taken off it was cool that you guys got a fly over too in that video by <laughs> yeah. i forgot to mention funny. that i don't know i don't know how kyle got i don't know how he swung that but that was pretty cool we, uh, we know some just, people yeah Jack. we know people i know a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the right people they'll do it for you i know a guy i right. made a few calls you know what i mean but uh yeah. i'm i'm telling you man this hit kyle's setup it's setup's got got something to do with it man Oh, Mr. Ward, got to have the setup. No, Warner just knows the setup. With without even me, he was just gonna he was gonna get a good computer anyways. But he, you can just you can just edit with you know higher picture quality, and it just takes 
it takes less time for him yeah. to for him to render rendering things. rendering time. You know, big. Some, sometimes he'll have to sit there for thirty minutes and wait for something to complete rendering. Um, and yeah, what does that com- mean exactly? Uh, like. Got him. <laughs> what does yeah. ren- render mean? Like load whatever like, you're trying to do. So okay, like if you're doing a really crazy graphic or something, mm-hmm. or uh, it takes a really long time when you're, you know, movies that are making CGI, it takes a while right. for the computer to like think and develop like the images that the complex okay. images that you're trying to do. So it takes the computer time to do that. Because there's only I so much, if, so much memory the computer has. If there's has, any, uh, which is pro, why you need more RAM. If there's any pro video <laughs> editors out there, they're probably like, oh, these kids, this kid's butchering it. But <laughs> yeah, uh, my my general idea of from what I know, which is so limited, um, like I always say, like in podcasts, like we bounce out the MP3, like we bounce it out, like rendering a video or whatever is like he's rendering the video in 1080p, like it's gonna come out like a final product, like you render it, right? You get it ready for YouTube type thing, like make it an MP4 or whatever. Makes sense. But yeah, I follow now. Uh, as Jack's face is frozen, we'll yeah. keep going. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the old Zoom struggles. Yeah, that's similar. Same thing with like. Oh, there he is. He's there. You guys got me now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, he, that's he, the rendering. He through it. Um, what even is what's actually is RAM? What is RAM? Alec? RAM is like uh, an animal with horns. Yeah, you, you know the Matthew Stafford. They, yeah, they won the yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, got it. Moving on. Um, but RAM helps the i just know i need more of it yeah you yeah. always need more of it but it helps <laughs> you can't have enough it's, it's like a riddle it's, it's you always it's need the, more of it you can't have enough yeah ram what am i ram what am i <laughs> no not even a question mark you yeah. just ram what, let's make a ram War, write, write us a ram riddle will you uh, later today yeah. Yeah. Late, later tonight i'll do, script do out well. a ram riddle um Okay, we'll have to we'll have to hear from some more of the Predators and Wildcats once the Toledo series is uploaded. But I think we've given it enough hype here. Um, once again, if anyone from the Mudheads organization is listening, thank you so much for having us. We hope you guys enjoyed the event as much as we did, and uh, thank you to all the fans who were there in attendance. It was uh, truly unbelievable, and you're witnessing history. And we hope that we can do that in uh, not only once again with the Mudheads, but another in, in other locations as well coming soon. So uh, stay tuned, folks. The possibilities are endless. Yeah, it was. Cr- Crazy time the out there. Hey, I told you guys preseason. I'm not gonna say I'm a I'm a I'm a, genie. a, a genius or anything. I'm a genie. But I said <laughs> I told everyone to buy Mallard stock. And if you listen to me, yeah. you're a rich, rich man now. That's so true. I'm telling That's you, true. you gotta Mallard's. buy MLW stock. I, I didn't know the Mallards were public. What? The Mallards are Mallard's public. Really pu- they're public. God, I should make us public. We're, they're we're a pu- still. They're a public organization. Yeah, it's, it's L A R. It's L A R D. It's lard. Is that? would be awesome. Oh god. Lard or lard if you're saying like mallards. Um, I don't. Know, I think like I always say like in my head like lard. the lards is like a cool like slang for us. It but is it's, cool it's slang. not cool though. L L A R D S. lards. Like it doesn't work. I think just ducks is better. Ducks is good. The ducks. Yeah, you never want quack attack. You never want two L's in your name. One L you can deal with, but two L's L's. you can't come back from. Two L's you can't come back from. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wondering where you're going with that. (laughs) Uh, Two L's? L's. can't be that bad. Um, Okay. (laughs) Speaking of Toledo and the people that were there, I wanted to lead this into a quick segue of this week's Q of the Day. Q. 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 Q of the Day. I think it's funny how I always say this week's and then Q of the day, like it's day and week at the same mm-hmm. time, but it's it's all good. Who cares? 
Um, this week's question comes from Paul Rubino. He asked, what MLW games had the most people in attendance? So I know we kind of just covered Toledo and how that was epic, but I wanted to cover a couple more of our most attended games. Um, so Toledo yesterday, I would estimate that at its peak, that game had, I'd say, yeah, around 300 people at its peak, in, which in was the, insane. Which in the beginning of the game... It had around, yeah. That's was the peak. Some people filtered in and out or filtered out after the first inning. Um, but we probably still had triple digits the whole time. Still had yeah. well into triple digits. Not many people left after the first inning. Put that in perspective, Ward. That's like our IG live. Usually, how many people are watching? That was all like our IG live. Wow, wow. That's a great. That's a that's great cool. point, actually. That's a great but, point. Um, other than that, um, we'll take it back to last year. The Oklahoma series, yeah. I think, was number two on this list now. I bet at its peak we may have touched triple digits. I don't know. Total viewers probably a hundred, but um, like live viewers at the time, I would guess like closer to fifty to seventy-five. Um, and then at the Meadows, we don't get too many people. You know, we don't. Our schedule is not public. Um, the Meadows is a public place. However, the MLW the MLW schedule is kind of rapidly changing, and um, it's hard for us to market that and always deliver on dates. So we do have people that show up and of course we greet them happily and let them stay and, and watch the games as long as they don't spoil anything for the rest of the viewers. Um, I, I, I oh, keep going. I was going to say one, one, one I wanted to mention for sure is uh, a game that I think was in 2011 and uh, the night game. we had a night game <laughs> that was lit by cars parked facing the field like the sandlot like, like every kid dreams of and we probably had about 10 people there. It was awesome. My mom <laughs> and dad were there. The neighbors came over. I'd say about ten, but it was epic night game, under the lights, the car lights that is, and it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, night games are legit. Um, but I think about the Oklahoma series is since it's sort of a smaller, it's a wiffle ball field, so it's mm-hmm. not quite as you're not in this big. Yeah, you couldn't even vast. You couldn't fit ball. the amount of people we had in Toledo. It's, yeah, you're not in this vast ballpark. There's people in Oklahoma. There's people eight feet behind where the players are, and they're lined yeah, down the intimate. baselines. Yeah. It, and there's it's close it's a lot like a it's a smaller space so that will give the impression that you know there's a lot more people there just because a lot of the volume and the space is taken up so it, it right feels it's like perception a thing people. perception thing yeah perception's everything yeah perspective like people getting loud like that would feel very loud there and would be did it did cool. it feel loud for you Orta? um yeah, yeah, it was it, it was, was loud. pretty loud. It, <laughs> it was, was it loud. was pretty loud. But yeah. you you do kind of tune it out a little bit when you actually like sit down and focus. You know, right. you turn you tune it out a little bit, but you can always hear you can always hear people. They're right there. I I think the loudest... were there any hecklers? Were there any? Hecklers? Yeah, they were heckling a bit. Not not nothing <laughs> like negative though. Really, they're just like I'd drop a ball that crash those to me and they'd be like come on warda that's the extent <laughs> of it that's the extent of it yeah i didn't see i told you the tides are changing i didn't get heckled at all yesterday about my performances in the past um but i also everyone was so nice it was a really really nice crowd i didn't hear anything foul coming from the crowd at all they just, were just very the classic nice. heckling from rudy ramirez in the sideline was all was all <laughs> nice. we had i had to keep rudy in check i said rudy we're in public here you can't yeah say i remember I, I remember i remember you saying that he did he like pulled him aside and was like okay I was this like, is I was like, like rudy we can't edit this you realize yeah, that right this the, is in front of people <laughs> <laughs> uh but no he 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 did a good job with it it was awesome i love having rudy at the field I mean, whether he's in the game or not in the game, he's a he's a mental he's a weapon. For the, he is the Preds. A, he he's valuable. He is. He's valuable. He also serves as a good third base coach. 
he'll actually give actually me some vocals yeah he'll actually give me vocals so i don't have to look back when i'm going to second he can like i can he'll tell me to go or not you know so i don't have to take the second to look back and he can tell me to go although i did disobey him one time but went through uh, the sign? i went i ran through the sign but you guys will uh you'll see you guys will see how that panned out um i have a funny story about that warda so even though for those of you who play baseball you'll you'll agree with me here but like a first base coach is always there but um like once you're a little older no first base coach is like waving you to second base for a double or like telling you you have to stay or go maybe they are vocally i don't know but i feel like once i got to like seventh or eighth grade that it was never happening anymore because the place yeah, kind like of the you, place kind of right in front of you yeah and you um, know to go or not you kind of are digging for that out of the box but anyway when we were young like real young um my dad was the assistant coach on my travel team, and he was the first base coach, and he would kind of wave us, like he was telling us to go or stay for doubles, which was fine. And um, I can recall probably my last year I played for him, I was probably 13, He, uh, I had a ball like down the line, and he wanted me to stay, and <laughs> I was just like, no way, dude. So I was cooking full speed, and he was like, Tommy, Tommy, he goes, hey! And I kept running, and I just ran through it, and I slid in safe, and I just looked back at him like, you're a moron, but it's pretty funny. Cause no, dude, there was there was some like if my dad waved uh, someone through and he got canned at second base, our like my head coach would be mad. Oh, like there man, was an internal yeah, beef right. of the coaching staff. It's so funny, all in good fun, of course. But like they yeah. get, you know, it get when things get competitive. Of course, you're gonna get mad at each other. <laughs> I can That's imagine cool. him saying, "Hey, hey, like, hey!" <laughs> and I just kept going. I was I was gone. I was gone like the wind, but it paid off. Oh man, uh, funny story that just popped to my mind. The first time I met Tommy Coughlin. Mm-hmm playing against him in flag football, um, probably six years old, seven <laughs> years old. so young. And I was like three foot tall. So, so young. And I'm pretty sure he was wearing his uh, 23 state. Oh, Javon Ringer. Javon Ringer's jersey. Legend. Hey, I don't know if legend, he was or not. But legend. We, but I, I remember, maybe it's just because I remember that jersey, just yeah. because that's when we were started to be friends was that time. But... Uh, yeah, that's and so funny. You I just pulled that out. I intercepted your... <laughs> the ball. Pulled that out of the hat. And flag football. I was playing against him. I intercepted the ball in flag football, and I didn't understand that that's like a pick. <laughs> so it's like you got the ball now. Go, go and try to go and try to score. So I thought, like, I was like, oh, this isn't right. I shouldn't have the ball on my defense. Uh, so I like flipped it up in the air a little bit, and Tommy was right there, and like we, we were battling for the ball. It's just a flash of Tommy's face. I, remember. I do not remember right this at me. all. I caught it, went down, and then I flipped it up, and you were like right there trying to grab it, and that's the end of the memory. Just a there flash we... of Tommy. I, like, you know I got was... a lot of memories of playing like recess football. Yeah. Like Horning. Yeah, we all went to Horning. We, we all went to Horning. We were all playing the Hornets. Oh, the Hornets. That was a good playground. Horning Although school a lot of kids grand. broke their arms on that playground. <laughs> they did. Say. There, was the, the, there was pebbles. There was pebbles all over the The monkey, playground. the monkey bars that, that swing. Thing, you know the thing where you would who grab? Who approves those? Those were not yeah, flat today. Dude. That thing is a death machine. <laughs> that thing is a death machine. They were like, I think when we were, I think when we were in, like when we were at Horning, which was what, like first through fourth grade? Yeah, it was like 2004 left, through 2009. I think in our, yeah, our four year stint there or whatever, there were p- at least at least two, maybe three kids that broke their arms on that exact I'd say thing. more. Think about how Probably sketchy more. all that stuff was. Oh, Remember that, gosh, like, the cage that was like a half circle? Yeah, the saw, the, the spider spaceship, web thing? The space. No, no, those. The, remember, like, the spider oh, web yeah, thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd come home, like, at least. 
you just hit your shin on one of those. Oh, it's, it's like dude. hitting a razor scooter to the ankle. Yeah. It hurts so yeah. bad. And you just push through it. Oh, keep climbing God. to the top. And then yeah. I always get, I'd climb up really easy. Then I get scared on the top and wouldn't know how to get down. And yeah, all was, that playground equipment was so you, dangerous. Everything was so I could hurt. We used to do we used to do like races around. Yeah, the around. Do you the remember track. that? I and do dude, remember that. Those got so intense. Like those there were, were times too, when kids like kids wiped out. Yes, and stuff. yes. Yeah. Other and, kids were around the playground too, and like getting in the way, and like the the pebbles, <laughs> and you you could just eat one while you were turning. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that I, was I fun, fell dude. my fair share of times. I, I playing oh, soccer, yeah. football, whatever it was on soccer, in the Horning yeah. playground. I definitely hit my shin <laughs> at least fifty times in those five years, but. Um, Great memories. I had a great time in the playground. There was Florida, a kid. Go, go ahead. Sorry. I was go just ahead. saying that there is a kid. I'm not going to mention his name. I think we're about to say the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I think we're about to say the same thing. He was in our class. Were you, what class were you in third grade? Rascanich? Miss Davis. Miss Davis. Oh, because you were in you that shared team. shared the wall, right? Yeah. But we, mm-hmm. we, there was a kid every day <laughs> would puke on recess. <laughs> No matter what, without every day, fail, dude. Every it was like clockwork. It was, it was. Issue. We would go oh, out. I maybe, we would go out. Just... <laughs> he would eat his lunch, and then we'd go out, and like whatever he did on the playground, like I don't know what he would do, but then we would line up, and we'd be waiting, and every day in line, he would just hurl like <laughs> right there, and it was just like, oh my gosh, Jen. <laughs> like every single day. It was I felt bad, so bad for the kid. Jack puked uh, at school too, but we were a little older. Oh yeah, at that was young, Alec. Yeah, um, no, you gotta listen to that podcast. Though, friend's house. I never had any tragic pukings. You gotta listen to that podcast. Yes, I probably told you that story, but... so often. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jack, I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed you don't remember the oregano story. The oregano story? Yeah. So you don't. I already asked you about this once before a podcast started recording because it was a funny story, but you don't remember it. So it's like not that oh. cool for me to tell. Oh, Basically, okay. some kid for I don't know what reason we were in like third grade had like a thing of oregano flakes mm-hmm. at at lunch and was like there everyone was calling it like oh this is like the spicy stuff because obviously if you just eat oregano <laughs> it's super it's gonna burn your throat it's, it's a terrible. very very strong taste and you were a witness to this Jack and I know you were there because my sister heard about this from your sister at a sleepover because <laughs> they were friends at the time we were in like third grade yep. but yep. anyway I don't know I guess I was feeling dangerous that day and I was trying to one up some kids. <laughs> So I was like, that's not even that bad. Give me some. Is this? So then the kid poured the oregano and the cat fell off and I got a huge handful of oregano in my palm <laughs> and I just ate it. And oh my it was the worst thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. I don't know how I didn't throw up. It was so horrible. I was, I was sitting uh, at the lunch table with you? You witnessed this, yes. This is strong. My sister, oh, I, I don't remember that. My sister, that I didn't tell my parents or sisters this, obviously, because I was pretty embarrassed that I decided <laughs> yeah. to eat oregano. But um, I... Uh, I heard this story from my sister, and she's like, Jack was, like, crying, laughing, telling me this story about how your face got beat red, and you were, like, about to throw up and all this stuff. So, yes, you were there. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I ratted you out to your sister, basically. Anything. And those elementary school cafeterias, I mean. Anything goes. Anything goes. Trading food. We were just talking about food, that. food. That's probably Bos- nasty. Yeah, Bosco sticks. Choking on the cheese. Foot long. <laughs> So it's a war zone, honestly. It's a war zone. I can re- and they're just the stupidest stuff happens. Like, I mean, Jesus. the lunch ladies have to be there because you know they got they got to be some kind of order I there. Else it's Bobby. already disaster, but yeah, it's Bobby. Um, but I remember I had to spend five minutes on the wall during recess because there was a biscuit on the ground under my table. Instead of picking it up, I decided to kick it like as a joke. And there was a witness, a lunch lady, and she's like, "Hey!" And I was like, I looked at her. She goes. You're on the wall. First yeah, ten minutes. I, I was remember. Like, oh, the wall. You gotta be kidding me! 
You stand there like a loser on the wall, reflecting on your. Go, go stand on the wall, son. Stand on the wall. We used, to, that we used to go out two times a day. Yeah, two recesses. Go out two 20 minute lunch recess, recess, yeah. recess then, uh, sessions. Lunch recess? You need that, though. Recess. I needed that when I was young. Even through high school, oh, I needed yeah. a gym class. I had a gym class every semester after junior year and senior year. I had a gym class every semester because I was still like fidgety. I don't. I took one extra gym class my senior year. I took a couple easy classes in high school, one of them being a gym class. But I besides that, I just did the one freshman year. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was honestly a good setup. Gym first hour, and then you play sports, and then you shower just at get school. All your energy out. And you yeah. That get is your, true. Get your energy out, and then I just shower at school, and it would save me so much time. I feel like you would need that. You're a jittery guy. Yeah, so just <laughs> get my energy out at seven twenty-five. Handball. Handball. Yeah, dude. Handball. Yeah, speed. Ball. I like dodgeball. Dodgeball. Speed dodgeball yeah. is the best. The high school gym. Speedball was dope. Like middle school dodgeball. Great yeah. times. Speedball. They'd like make you probably not in the high school gym, but I remember playing in like elementary school. They'd be like you had to pass it to a girl. Yeah. You could yeah, like dude. shoot it, and like you mm-hmm. had to have three passes. So you'd basically just go hand it to a girl, and she'd hand it back, and then you'd just. But if you had the yeah. if you <laughs> had the athletic soccer player girl, oh yeah, you were set. Oh yeah, oh you was you were you were, you were the you were you were the championship team. Yeah, exactly. You get exactly. the one really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially with speedball, because the guys can dominate with it in the hand, and mm-hmm. then you toss it to the really good yeah. D one soccer player girl, and she's just t- saucing <laughs> it up on the and floor. And like, and we sometimes you'd play girl. it. You'd play it. You'd play a team where it was like the guys would almost like cancel each other out, but like the the girl on the other exactly. team yeah, exactly. wasn't as athletic as yeah. That's what the difference. That was the difference. Yeah, that was the difference maker. Same thing in basketball. If you had a girl who could at least like run and pass, it was like a major major advantage. You just need this or or a basketball chick. You need the serviceable girls in your team. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of athletic girls out there, but in a gym class, of course. Um, there's athletic people and there's people that are not so athletic, guys and girls, or people that so, care and people that just exactly. don't care. Exactly. So just, you, I don't you need that. You need that basketball. girl who's putting in some effort along with the guys. Of course, I always tried hard in gym class. I mean, we, I think all three of us yeah, fall in that category. Oh, yeah, trying hard in gym. Oh, do you remember badminton gym it. class? That was so so fun. That was so fun. You can still play badminton there. Badminton's still so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Badminton is a great game. You got to make sure you don't twist your ankle. Did you twist your ankle? No, but I came close one time. So. Now, I wasn't wearing basketball shoes, but so if I ever go play badminton again on hardwood floor, I'm using, we're wearing basketball shoes. Definitely. I have a tragic uh, twisting ankle situation that ended my basketball career. Oh, jeez. Um, so what happened was, this is, uh, I want to say, seventh grade. Did you see my grade. text? No. What did you text me, Jack? I thought that was funny. What'd you do? Huh. Oh, uh, Jack's using the word render in a sentence. Clever guy, clever guy. Um, but I think I was in eighth grade, and I was not, nor had I ever been, a competitive, like, organized basketball player. Never never even played rec basketball, nothing. But I had played a lot of basketball, like, on my own, in my driveway, at, at gyms. Trick like, shots. Pick, pick up basketball, trick shots. <laughs> and I'm not kidding, because my dad would work out at this gym that's local to us that you had to be, like, 14 or older to actually, like, lift in. But I would go with him to this gym, and I would just shoot around. They had a basketball court, like, mm-hmm. many days a week. So I wasn't great at dribbling or ball handling. Good enough. Um, wasn't a great defender, but I swear to God, Jack, I had the best jump shot. I had I was automatic because I had shot. I put up so many shots. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, this is a long time ago, eighth grade, and we're in this three-on-three basketball tournament, 
and it is me and Kyle Schultz actually. I remember and that. And then 3v3 Chad Renzi, which I remember teammate, that MLW tournament. guy. I remember that. And tournament. we were playing 3v3 against three guys who all played travel basketball and like played for the middle school. I think it was Noah Dabrico actually and two other Seahawk players. And we're playing them tough. I'm raining. I'm not missing from three. And we're playing a 21. We're probably up a couple points at this point. It's late in the game. It's like probably, we'll call it a 16 to 14 score. And I'm feeling good. I'm like, wow, I should totally be playing competitive basketball right now. I'm just as good as everybody out on the court. And I pump fake, get someone to jump. I'm driving for an easy layup. And somehow just roll my ankle so bad. (laughs) And I had to go home from school because it was so swollen. I couldn't even walk. And they were all laughing at me and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. And let me tell you guys, I uh, stopped shooting around Not probably a couple years after that. Now I am horrible. I can't even find the backboard of the rim when I'm shooting now. But that was the end of my basketball career. I, a tragic way to roll an ankle. It was, we would have won. We would have beat them. I'm just epic. really bad at basketball. I used to I be was, great. See, I was the opposite of, as you, Tom. I actually uh, had basically no basketball experience decided to play basketball uh kind of sucked to be honest like, i was like i i couldn't shoot i couldn't dribble i could play defense because i was tall mm-hmm. like taller than most people you know in like seventh and eighth grade um or i guess i played probably in sixth grade and seventh grade competitively or no no no. i played fifth and sixth grade travel and then i played for the school mm-hmm. in seventh grade and then i think i quit after that in eighth yeah, grade. I, I reg- it just wasn't my sport but now honestly playing pickup i'm kind of one of the better guys out there like playing pickup yeah, see, like, now i'd be in, I, i'd be embarrassed to play pickup right now like i can oh. shoot way better than i could ever shoot now and you know dribbling still not fantastic but like i can kind of drive and you know use my body a little bit more and take it to the rack if you can get to the rack that's all you need to do yeah yeah get to the rack get you know get some rebounds get scrappy yeah my roommates um would play pickup all the time at msu and even like liam jackson they'd meet him at the court sometimes but um Mm -hmm. i would never go like i would have been so out of place but oh well i regret not playing in middle school like for the school like you did jack because i was totally good enough yeah, I'm, yeah, we were terrible. We probably could have used you. Could have used. That. I don't think we won a so game. There was actually, stroke. dude. There was actually there was that year I played. We might not have won one game. We might have won maybe one. We used to and go I to remember those, one, didn't we? I remember one specific. Everyone went. Everyone went to those games. So so I, let me tell tell me if, tell me if you guys remember this game. So we haven't won a game yet, and we're down by like eight maybe six points in the fourth quarter, like not a lot of time left. And we score, you know, however many points it was in a row to go up by two. Like we scored like eight buckets in a row real late. There's like, you know, maybe three seconds on the clock. I know where this and we is playing South yeah. Lion. <laughs> and this kid who had been, this kid who had been raining all day, he catches it, drives up lefty, kind of goes by, um, uh, you remember our friend Tomash Byram, yep, right? Yeah. Goes right by him and just pulls up from like a step over half court and mm-hmm. just absolutely nothing but net. There's a video like, of didn't this. Even, I do remember. Didn't even graze yeah. the rim. And like everyone in the everyone in the crowd told me after the game that like you guys were going to like come on and yeah, like storm, the storm the court, court. kind of because it was that epic of a comeback and like it was our first <laughs> win and this kid just drains it from half court. And it we was were filthy like, though. I, I knew it at that so point, filthy. I was like, we are never going to win a game. Like, we are not going to win a game. I remember that, that being that on Facebook. I was not at that game, but I, I did storm the court for a few games and for some girls' games as well. Yeah. But um, I remember seeing the video on Facebook, and I was like, oh, my God. He's not kidding. It was a, it was a 
probably a step or two over half court, left-handed from the left sideline, splash. Yeah, Mrs. 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 Like, Mrs. Even, filmed it. It didn't even come close to the rim. It was just it was all so net. filthy though. All net. So it couldn't awesome. have been a better shot. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude. I remember just seeing it go up and just like, no, no, no. <laughs> that kid's just got the coolest so video of himself now. As of a just seventh like, oh yeah, I mean seventh grade draining it. In oh front yeah. Of Think about the kids school. now, though. Like that was like when the first iPhones were out. Yeah, so the, quality your iPod nowadays. Still, iPod nowadays, still. Yeah, way better quality. Like, portrait mode videos. That so that would have been like a like probably like a viral video, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, if someone got a it TikTok. on like, good footage, it's a it's like, a yeah. viral TikTok. Like, this thing was like seventh grade, so it was cool. Yeah. Little, and he wasn't the big kid who shot that. It was like a little guy. He it was like it. their point guard. Yeah. Like he just yeah he just hawked it up there. And it was just it was a beautiful shot. God, splash perfect. Heartbreaker, right. absolute heartbreaker. <laughs> All right, well, we'll kind of wrap it up, fellas. Uh, Alec, I'll be honest, I anticipated asking you more questions because I had you on as a guest, but uh, we, like I said, we didn't really come in with an agenda today, so it was a little more laid back, and we uh, we just didn't get to it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I'll have to uh, have you on again in a few weeks or something. Yeah, I thought I I thought this style of podcasting is really cool. No, um, I think it's the it's the move. You know, I want the feedback, guys. I get a lot of feedback. Kind of just vibe. Yeah, I get, a, I get a lot of feedback from a select group of you, and by select group, I mean like three or four of you who DM me every week. So I need some more. I need some more feedback on whether or not this was too sloppy, the perfect amount of sloppy, or if we need to find a happy medium somewhere. So I don't know. I I enjoyed it. It was fun. Good yeah, it, w- it was fun. This is exactly what it would be like if you were just third partying, listening, just us three hanging you're out. On the wall it was the ba- if you were just a fly on the wall of me, Tom, and Jack just hanging. This is exactly what's going to happen. The things we talk about. <laughs> Jack laughs. <laughs> Who knows what Jack's thinking about right now? <laughs> Probably some other things too, maybe. Yeah, there's. There, we just we we just graze the surface of the things. The, we'll get there. It's, the memories that we're, we all we're, have. We're ahead of episodes we'll in. We have a long way to go. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, boys and girls. We'll see you next week. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Jack's audio when the power cut. <laughs> Oh no. You're buggy now. I can't hear you. Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom. Oh man.